Have you heard about the 10-foot-tall Jose Rizal statue being built in Calgary, Alberta? Or seen the bus to Dr. Jose P. Rizal in Montreal, Quebec? Ever wander down Dr. Jose Rizal Way in Winnipeg, Manitoba? Or have a picnic in Brampton, Ontario's Jose Rizal Park? Or maybe you're just sitting there wondering who Jose Rizal is and why there are so many monuments in his name scattered across Canada. Jose Rizal is the, the national hero of the Philippines. We celebrate not just him, but Philippine independence more outside of the Philippines, which is very interesting. In this week's episode of Pinoy Nation, we're taking a deep dive into the life and legacy of Jose Rizal to learn more about his mark on Filipino culture and how he continues to be celebrated around the world to this day. Hello and welcome. I'm Eden Zababa and you're listening to Pinoy Nation, an omni-news podcast made by Filipinos for Filipinos. Join us each week as we share the accomplishments, challenges, and everyday stories of the Pinoy diaspora in Canada and beyond. With countless statues, community centers, major roads, and so many more prominent landmarks dedicated to his legacy in Canada alone, Jose Rizal is undoubtedly one of the most celebrated public figures in Filipino history. To get an accurate idea of just who Rizal was, we spoke to Dr. Lenora Angales, a Canadian Filipina and associate professor at the University of British Columbia. You see, Jose Rizal uh, was an intellectual. He was a medical doctor, he was a polyglot, uh, well schooled in the elite schools in uh, the Philippines, uh, Ateneo uh, de Manila, uh, Universidad de Santo Tomas, the University of Santo Tomas, and was schooled in Europe. Born in Columba, Laguna in 1861, Jose Rizal was raised in a well-off family that supported his natural talents for academia, putting him in some of the best schools the Philippines had to offer. He wrote uh, two major novels, um, left behind many poems, uh, letters, uh, articles, and he was a quintessential um, aspirational Filipino that many Filipinos want to be like uh, Jose Rizal, who uh, is very much a cosmopolitan figure, um, very much a nationalist, uh, very much uh, um, a, a, a patriot. He was, uh, uh, in, in his uh, writings, uh, especially his novels, he really explained uh, why Filipinos have become who we are, you know, as a result of what he considered to be um, uh, many years of um, uh, and centuries of, of, of oppression. Now, at the time, the Philippines had been part of the Spanish Empire for nearly 300 years, making it a heavy influence on the local food, language and people. According to Biography.com, Rizal began studying medicine in Manila, but eventually traveled to Spain in 1882 to complete his medical degree. And it was there that Rizal became part of the propaganda movement, connecting with other Filipinos living abroad who wanted to see reform in their home. Rizal wrote his first two books, Touch Me Not and The Raid of Greed, while living abroad. Both pieces of work detail the dark aspects of Spain's colonial rule in the Philippines and echo larger calls for equal treatment of Filipinos, limiting the power of Spanish friars, representation in Spanish parliament, and smaller fights like reclaiming what it actually means to be Filipino. Um, again, if you remember the roots of um, Filipino, this was a term that was originally used 
by the Spaniards strictly for Hispanic, uh, Philippine-born Hispanic people. And so they called everyone who is indigenous uh, to the island as Indios. You know, the, you know, the same way that they called uh, Indians in all of their colonies. They were called Indios, which is the really the Spanish, uh, you know, term for for uh, the natives or uh, they call uh, Indians. Right? Yeah. And so the term Filipino was eventually wrestled or um, reclaimed um, by nationalist leaders, uh, associated with the propaganda movement from Jose Rizal to uh, Lopez Haina, the Luna Brothers, um, uh, to reclaim that term Filipino to refer to the indigenous inhabitants of the Philippines. Though his books were banned in the Philippines at the time, copies still were able to be smuggled in by supporters of the resistance. And though the reforms Rizal was calling for didn't actually include independence, his writing became a cornerstone for freedom fighters, putting him on the Spanish government's blacklist. He was uh, really enamored by the possibility of Spain, you know, um, bringing the promise of civilization, literacy, uh, liberties and freedoms to their colony. And then when he realized, because of the personal experiences as well, that he and his family and uh, the people of Calamba Laguna had experienced in hands of Spaniards, realized that um, th- this is really not working. The, the Spaniards are really very much intent of uh, continuing their um, possession of, of the island and really would not think of any possible peaceful transition uh, to give independence to, to this colony. And, you know, imagine that, that, that this was also uh, the, 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 the dawn of uh, liberal democracies all over the world. And uh, as other Asian countries were gaining its, uh, you know, it's uh, uh, trying to gain its independence from its colonial power, the Philippines was really no, uh, no different in that regard. Now, during this time, Rizal was still abroad, and after making multiple attempts to get back home, he was finally able to return to the Philippines in 1892, feeling he needed to be in the country to actually effect lasting change. Although the Reform Society he founded at the time, the Liga Filipino, or Philippine League, supported nonviolent action, Rizal was still exiled by the Spanish upon his arrival, forced to live on a small island for some time. But all that changed in August of 1896, when the Nationalist Filipino Society, the Katipunan, revolted on the main island. Though he had no ties to the group and disapproved of its violent methods, Rizal was still punished for their actions and arrested soon after, convicted of sedition and eventually sentenced to death on December 30, 1896, at the age of 35. Ironically enough, that ended up having the opposite effect. Instead of subduing the insurrection, Rizal's execution only created more opposition to Spanish rule, and their control of the Philippines ended just a few years later in 1898. Though the Philippines didn't gain lasting independence until after World War II, Rizal remained a nationalist icon for helping the country take its first steps towards independence. Today, Pinoys all over the world celebrate Rizal, seeing him as a figure of hope and the perpetuity of Filipino culture. 
Here at home, Zaldi Patron is the man behind the brand new statue of Jose Rizal being built in Calgary. As Philippine Consul General for Alberta and Saskatchewan, Canadian provinces with an ever-growing Pinoy population, Patron says a local monument representative of the Filipino community is long overdue. The inspiration, uh, we know uh, very well uh, si Dr. Jose Rizal has uh, several uh, statues uh, outside the Philippines. No? Um, there are many streets, uh, plazas, bridges uh, named after him. So we would like to have something like that also here in uh, Alberta. And why? Because Alberta has 175,000 Filipinos. The second uh, province with the largest uh, Filipino community in Canada, next only to Ontario. Calgary's Rizal statue will be located in Prairie Winds Park, an already popular picnic site for Filipinos. And though it isn't scheduled to be completed until next June, Patron says community members are already celebrating the big win. Honored to be a part of this, and they're really looking forward to having this finalized. And uh, we heard the mayor and the members of the city council of uh, Airdrie, they too are very excited about this project. I've talked to with uh, some uh, government officials you know, at the provincial level, and they're also um, very interested. You know, and uh, in fact, uh, they're saying that they would like to support also this, this project. So I think there is already a buy-in okay, uh, from the people that um, we've talked to. So um, uh, I guess the Filipino community will uh, be very happy and honored if we can uh, have this done. Standing at roughly 20 feet tall, Calgary's monument will be heavily inspired by the Rizal statue in Manila, joining dozens of other similar replications in towns and cities with large Filipino communities around the world. But why does Rizal have such an impact on Pinoy culture, especially for those living away from home? It's the connection with travel, but also because a lot of uh, Filipinos, well, I would say not a lot. Many Filipinos who come to Canada are highly educated. And many of them had gone through the public and private school system where Rizal courses would have been taught from grade one to university. So there was a Rizal Act promulgated in 1956 that mandated the teaching of the life of Jose Rizal, wow. his works, and his contribution to Asian and world civilization through his novels and poetry. And that is why, our, you know, our community centers our, our culture, uh, and uh, community organizations, that, uh, especially those focusing on Philippine arts, uh, culture, and history, see uh, Jose Rizal as uh, a major uh, figure uh, to commemorate but also emulate among the young. Jose Rizal was uh, very much a migrant himself. He was uh, practically an international student, erstwhile overseas um, uh, worker, scholar, if you consider research as a form of work. Mm -hmm. That was what he was doing. He wrote his major novel in Berlin. And that is why he also uh, wrote um, um, a, a poem uh, that we call uh, now as the, the, the Song of a Traveler. And I still remember from memory the first 
stanzas of the poem. And he wrote, like to a leaf that has fallen and withered, tossed by the tempest from pole unto pole. Thus roams the pilgrim abroad without purpose, roams without love, without country or soul. He was writing this to echo the sentiments of a lot of his contemporaries, Filipinos uh, who were uh, longing for the nation to be free, but also feeling displaced abroad, the sense of belonging and not belonging at the same time. That feeling of not belonging, of feeling of being alone and in need of familiar comforts is something Melissa Briones can relate with all too well. As a wife and mother of two who came to Canada from the Philippines in 2011, she says Rizal's experience traveling and living abroad is something all displaced Pinoys can relate to. Jose Rizal is the, the national hero of the Philippines. So he is the embodiment of all that we want to be. We want to be prolific, intelligent, and we want to show our passions and our rage through create the creative process. And Jose Rizal did this through his writing. He wrote El Filib- uh, Noli Metangere and El Filibusterismo. Um, those are those inspired um, his fellow Filipinos to revolt against the Spaniards. Because if you think about it, at that time, Catholicism is very strong. Well, it is still very strong right now. But right now, to speak speak out against the Catholic Church was a no-no. It's, it's blasphemy. But he did that. And, you know, it's, it's, it's the, a very intelligent way of... Of, um, of fighting against injustice, against abuse. And I think it's so Filipino. Um, you know, uh, I think Filipinos are, um, we're very mild-mannered. We're very calm. Our, our, um, our, our stress levels are so, well, our levels for stress is, 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 is so high. I mean, when you push us, it takes a lot of pushing for us to give. And that's kind of what Rizal did. He, he, he made an intelligent way of fighting where it would go wider, since it's the written word, and um, that it would go deeper. It would, it would um, be a, a conversation straight to the heart and straight to the mind. And that's just, it made the Philippine blood boil and it made them want to overthrow um, the foreign um, government that was uh, lording it over the Filipinos then. So it's the, 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 the gentle kind of revolution, I think, which reflects on us as a people. Why do you think it's, he's almost celebrated more abroad than he is at home? What about him like connects people so deeply with him when they're traveling, when they're away. It's like we're all exiles, kind of. And you pine for your mother country when you're when you're abroad. And you think about it as home still. Na kahit na we're in Canada, it's it's when we're asked what is our home country and when we're asked where we're from, it's the Philippines. It really is. So it's it's that it's it I don't know what makes it um burn 
brighter and stronger when we're abroad. Maybe it's the distance, maybe because we miss it, we pine for it. But it's that it's the sense of nationalism is stronger when you're away because when you're there, it's just I don't know because you're you're into the drudgery of daily life and you just want to survive and it doesn't matter anymore. But when you're abroad, um, you look you look back. And when you look back, you begin begin to dream dreams about your country. You begin to hope. And I think that's a very powerful, um, it's a powerful drug to think that, you know, even though you're away, um, you could do something for your country like Rizal. So maybe that's, that's, the, uh, that's the connection. That's why we do what we do. That's why we champion him. It's because in our minds, maybe, 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 I can do something for my country, even though I'm away. Thank you for joining us today on Pinoy Nation. You can subscribe to the show and stream the latest episodes on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, and anywhere else you listen to your podcasts. Links to everything we discussed in this week's episode will be available in the show notes. Don't forget to follow Omni Television on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter for the latest updates on the podcast. Pinoy Nation is an Omni News production and part of the Frequency Podcast Network, produced by Eden Tbeba and Nantika Ravi. Andrew McKay is our executive producer, and I'm your host, Eden Tbeba. Until next time, Ang Samuli.